What's going on guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Not So Daily Dino. Today we got Ian Beckley. This man's a legend. I've been looking up to this dude for like basically since I started. Uh, he's super crazy and he just got a job for the US men's national team as the manager of video production, which is absolutely insane. Before that, he was shooting video for Austin FC. And before that, he was just freelancing all over the place. He's worked with so many different people. Absolutely insane. So if you want to check it out, kind of figure it out how he got to where he is, might be super dope for you. Later. Just take a... um. Just take an audio file and like okay. anything that's like outdoors or something like that or uh -huh. anything with like some background noise and just like Google like Adobe Enhance and it's like called it like Google. Enhance AI mm -hmm. and it's like um like a vocal enhancer yeah and like it's stupid how good it is you just like upload it into the yeah website, you just like upload your file and then you just and gives then you it back does it and it gives you like a like a a bar of how much power you want okay and then um you can kind of select <laughs> how much power you want and then um you download it and re-upload it but there it's also in the new beta of Premiere. Okay. So if you have like the Premiere beta, yeah, it's built in, but I think eventually it's just gonna be built into like the whole version of Premiere. Yeah, I bet. Which would be sick, but like, yeah, yeah, man, it's like that is wild. Ridiculous. I had no idea that was it's, a thing. It's really, really good. Like, and yeah. the cool thing is like when they first came out with it, it was just like an on and off toggle, mm. and sometimes when it was on, sometimes like if people didn't speak too clearly and it got like a little bit robotic, yeah, um, it would like slur words together a little bit. Okay, and it got a little bit weird with like Spanish and stuff sometimes because mm, people speak dialects. But then, right. Now this new one, like, because it has like the slider on it, you could be like, okay, like if I go all the way, it might be really clear, but slur some words some together, yeah. so I'm gonna like go down to seventy five percent, and I'll I like see. accept a little bit of that background noise. Yeah, you know? but it's like the AI noise when you go one hundred percent looks like AI art. I don't mm -hmm. know if you noticed that. Yep. Yeah, I'm yep. sure. Yeah, I'm like so, what? So same yeah, thing. so like it's funny because like you could probably like record something in this room like with yeah. just microphones on the camera, mm -hmm. and it would sound bad, and you would throw it in there, and like it would be like usable. That's crazy. I would, so I'll have to maybe yeah. I can try to that on the thing and see if it recovers anything. Dude, you should like just like shoot something and then just like just do like a, a like a social video or something like that. And be uh -huh. like, hey, I'm just trying out Adobe and AI and like just on camera mic and then yeah. like upload it and just throw it in there and like do the before and after or some shit. That'd be wild. You know? Yeah, um, not a bad idea. Yeah, I saw something like that and I was like, that's crazy. But yeah, yeah now I'm just I literally throw it on like everything. Even if I have a lab mic or a boom mic or mm -hmm. whatever, like just I put to it on. Fix it. Just like add like sometimes I'll just add like ten percent. Sometimes there's like a little bit of hum from like an AC or mm -hmm. something, right? Just clean it up. Yeah, that's or like, crazy. I'll use that for sure. That's yeah, crazy. Like, we had this guy with the necklace like hit that like rub the mic a little bit uh -huh. and like took it out. That's insane, yeah. bro. That, I hate that. Like especially when like someone goes to touch their jacket or they like, scratch their neck and they get the like the lab. Yeah. It's like oh, you're like so. Uh, <laughs> uh -huh. You're like uh, I'm also like I try to not ask people to re-say things as much as possible. Yeah, Unless it's like 100%. absolutely necessary. You need the Especially bite, with yeah. like athletes, man. They mm -hmm. don't want to be in there. <laughs> like I want to like, train. They want to like, even if they do, like they just want to get it done. Yeah. And so like the more you ask, the less like, the less you'll get later. Mm -hmm. So. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I'm going to, I had thought white balance at 5600, but I think it's going to get dark. It's going to be collapsed. I'm going to put it in that corner. And then we'll just change. I low key shoot everything at 5500 yeah i'll be 100% well like for the most part yeah like i'll shoot training games um daytime games nighttime games interviews everything and then i just like color balance with LUTs. with but, LUTs? yeah that's fair i feel like i have a hard time when the white balance is off to get my like shots to look right yeah and i don't know maybe it's just my lack of color grading knowledge but i just like <laughs> i'm like bro why is this clapped so. I'll be honest, like it's um, it's a little bit more difficult, mm -hmm. but like once you kind of get like the color between them, it's a lot easier to create like a like a consistent look between like daytime and nighttime footage. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like different lighting situations, which is nice. Fair but, enough. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Well, after our little chat, uh, <laughs> let's uh, have I'll just have you introduce yourself and then kind of basically what I want to talk about is from where you started and how you ended up on the men's national team for video stuff. Yeah. So you can introduce yourself, tell us kind of what you do, and then just kind of start from the beginning and just we'll kind of go with it and just, you know, take it from there. So, yeah. okay. I mean, you know what I do. I know oh, what yeah, you yeah, do, yeah. but no one else knows what you do. So, yeah. Um, I'm Ian. I, by title, am manager of video production for the U.S. men's national soccer team. That's so sick. Um, How do you not instantly smile when you say that? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, like, um, I would be, like, so excited. It's like the first, like, cool title I've ever had. Yeah. Um, and what that basically just means is I'm the only full-time video person with the men's national team. The only person. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm the crazy. only full-time person. We have, uh, right. we, we hire a lot of freelancers, mm -hmm. um, but 
basically the video brand for for the men's natural team is is mine mm-hmm. i manage it i work with our director of video um to build the brand and quality control it and like hire freelancers manage shoot plans all that good stuff so that's um, wild yeah pretty new only been yeah. a couple weeks uh just finished my first camp with the team so got two games under the belts one win one loss and yeah i mean obviously i started here in albuquerque yep um not doing video actually uh-huh doing photo. <laughs> and um josh lane i was in college and josh lane who was the brand director at the time for mm-hmm. new mexico united wasn't the creative director yet okay just the brand director yeah just the brand director okay um him and i like met through some some events some like instagram stuff mm-hmm. and had been like having lunch like every day during college yeah and i was shooting landscape stuff so pre this, you were just mainly shooting landscape stuff, yeah, like, like maybe some other stuff here and there, but mainly just landscape, just because yeah. you had fun and liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like cool. it was just like the easy thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like you want to take photos, and you're in New Mexico. It's like, what's there? What can you <laughs> always take pictures of? Like the, the sky, pretty, the mountains, yeah. sunsets, right? Uh-huh. Um, and then I just really oversaturated it. If you want to go way back on my Instagram and look at my old stuff, yeah, way too orange, <laughs> but we got past it. Yeah, <laughs> um, fair enough. And yeah, I was shooting landscape stuff and uh, Josh got that job as the brand director for New Mexico United. And I've always been a big soccer guy. My family's Portuguese. Mm -hmm. Um, Grandfather loves it. Like played a little while in high school and stuff. And I was like, hey, if you just need some help, like need a hand, like let me know. And like I'd be down to whatever you need. Uh And so the first away kit, like jersey shoot, I just carried lights. I carried a jacket for some of the players (laughs) out in the desert. And that's where I met Marcos for the first time, actually, because he was on video team at the time there. Okay, cool. Yeah. and That's um, crazy. I didn't know you guys met like that. That's That's what we met, yeah. I knew you guys were boys. That's crazy. Yeah. So wild to hear about stories I introduced him and Joe, too. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that, dude. I met Joe a long time ago, too, but I think it was... I don't even know. That's so wild. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want to think about when we met him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, screw Joe. No, I'm playing. (laughs) Flip it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, man, I... um, I did that. I helped out with that that shoot, and I told Josh, I was like, I just love to take some photos of the games, and he's like, Cool, like, yeah, like, I can get you credentials. Like, we don't have a budget. Obviously, I'd never shot sports before. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because like a few years before that, I was like, Sports photography is stupid. Because <laughs> I was like, I love sports, but I was like, uh-huh. It's the same thing every time. Like, it's, you can't do anything cool. Yeah, that was kind of like my mindset. But uh-huh. I was just excited that there was a soccer team here. So yeah, jumped in, shot the entire first season for free, with photo wise. Nice. Um, and then, like, throughout that process, like, Mark met some people. I kind of got closer with Mark and Josh. And, like, they both kind of helped me, like, progress as a photographer. Like, mm-hmm. I still hadn't touched video yet. And, like, yeah. cause that went on for, like, a, a couple of years. Like, mm-hmm. me shooting stuff for United, covering right. home games. Before we go further, you said, like, yeah. you shoot, you shot for free, like, the whole first season. Whole first season, like, yeah. T- I've always thought, like, shooting for free is great because you get your foot in the door. So, like, yeah. kind of, like, what are your thoughts on shooting for free? Just I don't think, out there. I don't think a single thing I have that I've been found some success in, mm-hmm. I like didn't start with me shooting for free. Yeah. Or doing something for like incredibly like low, low price. Prices. Yeah. Like yeah. selling yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like my first concert I ever shot, like mm-hmm. was free for my university. And then the second one I offered to do it for free. Yeah. And I did three of them for free mm-hmm. after like six months of trying to get somebody to shoot, let me shoot a concert. Yeah. And they liked the photo. So they like paid me like 50 bucks. Nice. But yeah, I shot the whole season for free. Shot the second season for like 50 bucks a game. I think third season was like the COVID season. Okay. And then after that, like I finally like was getting 150, 200 a game to shoot mm-hmm. photos. Right. Um, so it wasn't like that much money, but it was four times what like anybody else was making. Right. Right. Um, there's not as much money in USL obviously. So, mm. but yeah, I still at this point hadn't done really any video yet. Mm-hmm. So, and this is like 2021. This is like 2021, something somewhere yeah, around something there. Somewhere yeah, around yeah. there. Okay, cool. It was right, right post COVID. Cause, mm-hmm. um, but like I and like at that point, so Mark started like Marco started working with like a studio, doing mm-hmm. some video projects with a studio. Real life of, studios, that yeah, one. Yeah. Started working with real life. Yep. Um, great people. Uh love those guys over there. And then he started working with them and I started kinda coming on with them to do photo work and then like assist on video things. Mm-hmm. So I shoot I started shooting video. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing pieces, I was just pointing my camera, shooting it the same way I knew how to shoot photos, covering games, right? Yeah. And then um the Gold Cup came around, I think, 2021 Gold Cup. And they needed, like, a shooter. Real Life needed a shooter to, like, help cover stuff for, like, the host broadcast. Uh-huh. And Marcos was like, hey, you should reach out to Ian. And I was like, I don't do video. I'm not, <laughs> not a video person at all. Um, and, that, yeah, it was literally, like, a little over two years ago. Yeah. So that's that crazy. Yeah, that's wild. And, um, <clears throat> that is crazy. Ended up doing Gold Cup. I didn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't, like, the, the most high-paying thing, but it was, like, a month straight. Mm-hmm. Um, 
We did all the way up to the semifinals, basically just shooting like locker rooms, arrivals, some training sessions and green screens for Conking Half and for like the host broadcast Mm -hmm. um, with Marcos and like Real Life Studio. And yeah, after that, like me and Mark started traveling around with them a little bit more. I was doing a little bit more involved with video, still not really editing pieces, still not producing them again, just a shooter. Yeah. So I was doing 80, 20 photo video. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, um, yeah, it's last summer, summer of 2022 came around and I was kind of looking for like the next step. I felt like I hadn't been growing recently. I felt like Mm -hmm. all my freelance clients on the photo end I'd had for a while. So Mm -hmm. we had built up like a style and aesthetic we had built up and I was making, I was making good money, right? I was making like over $100,000 a year. That's crazy. Just was, freelancing and just freelancing. Like that. Crazy. Just living in Albuquerque. Absolutely I was insane. Not working very much, you know? Uh huh. And making good money. And, um, but I like wasn't growing. I was getting a little annoyed because mm-hmm. I had all these freelance clients that I had had for a bit and I couldn't like change anything. Yeah. It's like we had established their style, we had established their color palettes, how the edits would look, right? Mm-hmm. And so I kind of was like, I don't really know what I want to do, but I want to do something that like is different. Yeah. And I wasn't looking for anything specific, right? I was just kind of looking for opportunities. And I was looking at people that I had followed on social medias and things and like that I really liked that like inspired me. Mm-hmm. And there was two people that I followed that were on staff at Austin FC, which is their lead photographer, Jacob yeah. Gonzalez. And then you put me on him. He's crazy. He's yeah, so he's good. cracked. Yeah. yeah. And then um, the director of video, Pi. So like literally just like a week after I like started feeling like this, I think in this um, Pi posted like, Hey, looking to add to the creative team. Yeah. If you're interested, like hit me up uh-huh. on her story. And so I hit her up on her Instagram. I hit her up on Twitter. I hit her up on LinkedIn. <laughs> I, I emailed her and then like I tweeted at her and said, yeah. Hey, I messaged you uh-huh. on multiple platforms. Yeah. Um, cause it's kind of my, that's kind of my method. Like, yeah, just, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> not, get, I'm not gonna not get something because you just didn't see my message. Yeah. You know what I mean? That'd like, be tough. You're at least going to mm-hmm. see it. Mm-hmm. You're at least going to know that I have interest. And yeah. if I don't get it at that point, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to like never be heard, you know? Right. Um, right. Like, if I apply for a job, I'm going to follow up with somebody like, Hey, I applied. Hey, look at my resume, like my resume. Hey, look at my qualifications. Yeah. Just, you don't have to hire me, but like at Just least check me out. Yeah, yeah. At least like, at least put me in the room. Yeah. Um, so I hit up, I hit up pie. We jump on a few calls. They needed somebody. They wanted to, not, so, to add somebody to the video team. And it's funny because I asked her multiple times. I was like, are you sure you don't need like a photo? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> she's like, we don't like, we only have one photographer. Like that's kind of the way it's going to go. Mm-hmm. We need another video ad. Um, and we need to add somebody pretty quick. Cause like we're getting ready to like, hopefully go into the playoffs. And yeah. this was August. This was July of 2022. Okay. And yeah, I had a couple interviews. I remember Pi told me afterwards, somebody asked her like, Hey, how's your, how's your search for a new videographer going? And she's like, well, our leading candidate doesn't actually shoot video. <laughs> so that's so crazy. Um, the leading candidate. That's so yeah, wild. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I ended up getting offered that job and I moved two weeks later to Austin. Yeah, that's so crazy. And yeah, yeah, I was there like 13 months. And then throughout that process, I was able to meet the new creative director at us soccer yeah. who had been following me for a while. Uh-huh. And I've had a conversation over a cup of coffee when he was in town for the women's national team game about yeah. his, his, ideas for the video brand and where mm-hmm. it would go and my thoughts on us soccer and voice loved the national team yeah always that was like that was the one of the reasons i went to austin was like i wanted to be with the national team going into the the, the world cup in 2026 yeah because it's gonna be the biggest sporting event in history it is it's a world cup insane. it's also being expanded to 48 teams so it's the largest world cup ever wow and it's in That's the, the largest sport market in the world yeah so it's going to be the biggest sporting event in history that's insane. And we that are going insane. into it with, in my opinion, the most talented generation of American soccer players in history. Nice. And that's huge. That is crazy. And yeah. I was like, I want to be a part of that. Uh-huh. And I told myself, even if I'm not like with the team, I'm at least going to save up money and I'm going to do this on my own. I'm going to cover, cover this team on my own. I'll just like figure out how to get credentials and access and right. pay get out of pocket. Somehow. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so my, I went to Austin just to try to learn. Um, and then like, I went there to try to get better. Like, like I told you, I was like, I felt like I wasn't learning. It wasn't progressing mm-hmm. within that 13 months that I was there working with Pi, working with Jacob Stedler, working with like Greg and Madeline and the video team there, um, grew more in like that 13 months than like I had like my entire career prior. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Which I is, think there's something super valuable about taking a risk like that, especially yeah. cause you like, like, I'm not even a videographer really, but I'm gonna just apply for this and see what happens. And yeah. so, um, my friend Josh told me one time, not Josh Lane, a different Josh. He was like, um, don't let them, or don't tell yourself no, let them tell you no. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of the mentality or somewhat that you had going into it, but it's crazy that it turned out to be, uh, 
like such a big uh like kind of career booster for you so. yeah man yeah, yeah i mean i wouldn't have thought that like two years after the first time ever doing video thing uh-huh. i couldn't do it i would like be getting back from like we just play like playing Ghana and Germany with the national team. Right. Yeah, insane. That's cool. That's just uh-huh. super cool. Like, yeah, I didn't expect it. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm proud. I still feel like it's a lot. Like, I, yeah. like, you know what I mean? It still feels weird to me. Cause I like, feel kind of like a fever dream. Like you're like, what the heck's even going on? There's a lot of times I still don't even feel like I'm a videographer. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you, when I your, think yeah. about it, I still like kind of feel like a photographer sometimes. Uh-huh. Does your, do you think your heart's in like photos? Like, do you see things still as pictures or do you see things as video or probably both? Both now, which, both is, now? which is a little weird sometimes, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes I like can't decide like what I would rather be doing in a moment. But yeah. um, I grew like a massive appreci- appreciation for video uh-huh. and like the, what the strength that it has, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say like I probably do like love video more now yeah, than that's photo. Crazy. Yeah. But I feel still feel like I'm a, a better photographer. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. I think it's just because I've just have a lot more experience. I've, I've shot a lot more types of things mm-hmm. in photo. For photo. Yeah. Yeah. And video, I've pretty much just done sports. Yeah. You know. I remember so. I was talking with Mark somewhere. I don't remember where it was. We might have been in Vegas for the Nations League final. I don't remember what it was. But um, he was talking about how you like started doing video and how when you like were doing photo and you were like super into photo you were like oh photos way harder than video or something like that <laughs> yeah. and then and then when you started doing video you're like nah bro you were so right which i think is hilarious because video takes so much more work yeah uh, yeah yeah i i still stand by this where i said um i said like to get like an incredible photo mm-hmm. it it's it's a little bit more difficult than an incredible video because mm-hmm. like you have to capture it like it perfectly. has to be perfect right yeah, like that's totally valid like I like that. i think like the best of the best photos can be like more powerful than like a video but it's like it has to be perfect and mm-hmm. there's so many ways that you can alter a video and i think that's one of like the things that makes it like really powerful is like the same footage can create something totally different yeah like just based on like the perspective mm-hmm. of like the editor so right. a photo is gonna be a photo yeah so that's like the edit's gonna affect it a little bit mm-hmm. it's gonna add that like 20 percent at the end right but but no it totally makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. that's crazy so well, yeah my mindset changed a lot. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. So this job came to you because the creative uh, director. What was what's the what was the title you said? Creative. Yeah. The creative, creative director. His name's Javi. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he came. He just hit you up because you had he'd been following you. So yeah, I actually hit him up. You hit him up because yeah. he was coming into town, or mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, so I was like, in yeah, let's grab coffee. And, yeah. Um, he'd been following me for a long time on mm-hmm. Instagram, and like I saw he got the job, and I was okay. Like, I, and, like, oh, I see. So he wasn't even at. I see. I understand. Yeah. Okay. So I saw he got the creative director job. Yeah. Um. He'd been, we've been following each other on socials for a while, and mm-hmm. the women's national team were coming to do a friendly in Austin. Right. And so I hit him up. I was like, yo, I'd love to grab coffee and chat. Mm-hmm. Like, you let me know when you're available, and then I'll make myself there, like available. I'll be right. there. And um, I went to his hotel. There's a coffee shop in his t- hotel. I went to his hotel, met up with him. We just had a conversation. I asked yeah. him about, like, his perspectives and where he wanted to push things and how he wanted to change the brand and change the vision of, like, what U.S. soccer is, like, creatively. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we aligned on a lot of stuff, which I thought was really good. Yeah. And I, li- I liked a lot of what he said, and it seemed like he liked a lot of what I said. And then come, like, a couple months later, like, I hit him up as, like, hey, like, was thinking about our conversation, like, would love to work together just on something sometime. Mm-hmm. More, like, shooting my shot, at, like, hey, if there's, like, a freelance Getting a foot opportunity. Getting the door or something like that. Yeah, if there's, like, yeah. a freelance opportunity, you guys are coming back to Austin, you need a shooter, like, let me, let know. me know. Yeah. You know, let me know. I'll shoot for the women, I'll shoot for the men. Like, I just want to, I want to, like, this was me, like, Hey, let me get mm-hmm. my foot in the door. Right. Let me shoot for you. Let me show you what I can do. Uh-huh. And then maybe we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, and he just responded with an application link. Said, hey, That's, so this open today. Did your heart drop for that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I bet I would have been like, bro, what? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, he's like, I think you should apply for this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Read about the description <laughs> of the job a little bit uh-huh. and um, applied for it. And I didn't hear anything for like two months. Mm. Um. <laughs> it was a busy time though. Like I applied in May, mm-hmm. and the role like then they had the Gold Cup for the men. They had the Nations yep. League for the men. They had the Women's World Cup, uh-huh. and so everybody was everywhere. Yeah, the entire summer was just like loaded with international tournaments, mm-hmm. and um, I was just like, okay, like I want to. I would love to know something. Right. So I like followed back up, and they're like, hey, we haven't even had a chance to look at applications yet, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, Did you think they were like capping or like you sitting there? I like, thought ah, like they probably uh, were yeah. being honest. Um, okay, fair enough. But I was just like, I just like want to know, right? You know, mm-hmm. like you just it's been sitting on your head. And you're like, bro, yeah, yeah. yeah. Were you trying to keep it low key too? Like I was keeping it like a little low key because like yeah. I, I I love Austin. And yeah, I love, I'm sure like, the people there and yeah. Um, so like hold that club like in a very high regard in my mm-hmm. mind um, yeah. and the people that are there and the video brand as well yeah um yeah their video stuff's crazy i was peeping it like yeah. i think it was last week and i was just like bro it's so crazy they're great man yeah, best, they in, best in mls in my they're really good yeah um so i was like keeping me low-key talk to my friends and people i was like cool with and close with mm-hmm. um but yeah they like offered me the job and they're like can you start in like two weeks and i was like can it be three weeks because i'm going to a wedding uh-huh. um and yeah like I started, I didn't even move to Chicago before I started. Yeah. Because it's based in Chicago, U.S. soccer. Right. Um, flew out there for a week, did all my onboarding, and then I flew straight to Nashville to meet up with the team. That's crazy, man. So, just no, yeah. just boom, boom, right there, right Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just got back to Albuquerque today. Yeah. And um, driving to Chicago to f- move into our town home that we got. That's so And crazy. then I'll be in the office on Tuesday, and I'm there for two weeks, and then I am out again for another 12 days with the team for two more games. Yeah, that's One insane. of which is in Austin. Oh, perfect. Yeah, there you I, go. I just go say what's up so. to the homies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so. crazy. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Congratulations for sure, man. Thank that's you, literally insane, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's so crazy. Um, so shooting soccer, how is, what is it like to shoot professional, like to that level? Cause I feel like it's the same, maybe not the same, but the same caliber as like NFL or yeah. like, uh, I mean, I mean, the only NFL is like the only thing or maybe, yeah. maybe baseball, but maybe not yeah. i don't know i feel like maybe baseball's not as exciting but kind of what is it like to do that and um, what does it feel like to get a crazy shot like a selly shot like you got someone like they just you know score and you just like they run straight to your camera like walk me through that too it's hard in soccer mm-hmm. um in general just because there's just like a lot of guys in the field yeah um it's really unpredictable you know mm-hmm. what i mean like there's the, like balls, the, the yeah. balls on the ground like in football like at least you know if the you ball's on the ground it's, it's dead right right so when the ball's in the air you're like you're reading it. And so like I tend to shoot like from the field level because you're on the ground. Mm-hmm. I shoot in, like a high hat. So and an FX six. So like the camera's sitting like twelve inches off the ground. Yeah. So it's a pretty low perspective. Right. Nice depth of field in the grass. But mm-hmm. you don't you can't really take in the game as much from there. Mm-hmm. So because you can't see the formations. Right. You're not seeing as much depth because everybody's standing at like a, a level playing field. So it's a little bit harder to notice like where somebody is on like if they're farther mm-hmm. away or closer. Um so because of that like it's a lot of reaction so i kind of tend to follow the play so i follow Mm -hmm. the ball i follow its movement for obvious reasons but there's like little things that i like didn't do at first where like i would want first at first i was like i'm gonna stay wider so i don't miss anything Mm -hmm. right then shooting like a 100 or 400 or something 100 or 400 yeah yep um say wider so I don't miss anything Mm -hmm. so i would like leave a lot of extra space in the frame from with my subject then my boss in Austin, she was like, hey, I want to see you get like get tighter on these players. Like, You're playing it safe, like get tighter. And so then I started getting tighter, but I started losing the ball and like losing sure. the field of play. Right. And so then I kind of developed this like now the way I shoot is like I shoot tighter and then when there's like movement that is like a little bit more unpredictable, mm-hmm. which just comes down to me watching a lot of soccer. Yeah. Like, so this just comes down to me understanding the sport really well mm-hmm. and kind of being able to ideally guess what a player's gonna, gonna do yeah i like actually i'll like i'll like whip and zoom out so like for example like if i'm like tracking somebody like a, like down the end line and like tight yeah on the opposite side of the field and they go to cross it in like i will f- pan in and then like pan out like i'm not pan out pan in and then i'll like zoom out a little bit i see yeah so i can like allow for that space mm-hmm. and um, then once you get set you go back in yep 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 so it's it's just fast paced, man. Like even going from like like United to Austin, yeah, felt, I'm sure there was a big difference. Felt world different. And then yeah. I go into this first training session with the like the men, the U.S. men, and I was like, "Bro, what? Like, <laughs> yeah. guys, these guys are incredible." Uh-huh. You know, like yeah, like it's like when you're at like you like, and this is like no disrespect to anybody, but like when you're at like the USL level, there's like a couple guys you're like that guy's pretty good, right? You know, he's hitting shots consistently. Yeah, he does some stuff. You're like, oh, that was sick. Mm-hmm. And you go to MLS, and there's like. Everybody's pretty good. Yeah. But there's like a couple guys that are like really damn good mm-hmm. where they're like consistently like the best person on the field. Right. And then you get to like the national team level and it like feels like everybody is like that. That's crazy. Like they're all that I guy, wonder what right? it's like to shoot Messi then. Like I dude. bet you like you're just the yeah. one dude and you're like, bro, this guy's absolutely insane. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like 
<clears throat> like Sebastian Drewsi at Austin, he's incredible. He's incredibly good. Like he was almost always the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see it when you just watched him in training. Yeah. Then I get to this training for the national team, and it's like these guys that like on paper are like like not like consistent players in the team that are mm-hmm. maybe not like the best people on paper. Like look just as good as anybody I've ever seen in person. You yeah. Know? And you're so just crazy. like, yeah, you're seeing these guys that are like 20 years old, like maybe like on the bench, not even playing very often, mm-hmm. like smashing top corner bangers, every single shot training. <laughs> so crazy. Right. Like you're like, yeah. you're like the quality here is just crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you also, like, then you look, think about it like from a grander perspective, it's like the U S men's national team. Like we're still a very, very young team. Right. We're still like trying to grow and compete at the highest level. Yeah. So these teams are like the highest level, like the France the England's like the Portugal's mm-hmm. like, the quality is crazy. Right. So, like, yeah, going into, so- like, soccer, man, like, I think a lot of other sports, like, you can you can shoot it mm-hmm. if you, like, understand how to shoot. Soccer, I feel like you do need to understand the game. Yeah, that's right? fair. So, like, <clears throat> we had a freelancer shoot this, this Ghana game for us. Uh-huh. And, like, that was one of the questions I asked him was, like, hey, like, do you, know the, do you know soccer? Like, do you watch it? And he's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, cool. Like, I'm just going to put you in this position. But... Like, follow, obviously follow the play, but, like, feel out when is the right time to get tight, when's the right time to be wide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, if you can read the body language of a player and, like, what he might about be about to do. Right. Whether he's going to do a skill move, he's going to, like, smash a shot towards goal, uh-huh. or he's going to pass it. You can kind of tend to try to read that. Yeah. Obviously, you can only read so much because if you could read it perfectly, so would the defenders in the field, right? Oh, right, right, But right. trying to, under, like, read that and, like, understand where they might be playing the ball mm-hmm. is going to allow you to shoot better. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of times where I'm like tracking a center back. Right. And I'll see him cut back to his right side. And then I like, we'll see like his, his chest positioning and he'll be like lining up for a long ball. Mm-hmm. And I'm like thinking, okay, this is going to go to this right winger and he hits it. And like, maybe even if I lose it out of frame, because I saw the direction is going right. I'll like pan out and go to the right winger. Uh-huh. And then next, you know, ball drops right on him. That's great. And, yeah. If you didn't know the sport, you'd be you like searching like, for the, the ball in the sky somewhere. You know, yeah. like, shit, I lost the ball. Uh-huh. But because like I, and that doesn't work all the time, right? right? Like it's it's a guessing game. But I think that's just like a, a rule of thumb in like a lot of sports. I think some 100%. are a little bit easier rather than like basketball, a little bit easier for to not lose it. But like also everybody's a lot closer together in basketball. Yeah. So like yeah. focusing is harder mm-hmm. and you're indoors. So lighting and coloring is harder. Mm-hmm. Um, so soccer is also harder because like, you can't really miss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there might be one up there. It might be one actual thing mm-hmm. in the game. It's like you get one goal. True. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, you better get it. You or know, you don't got it. It could be the biggest game in the planet. And yeah. it might be one zero. And if you miss that goal, it's like, well, well, that's so better crazy. Hope one of your yeah. other angles got it. Right. That's so crazy. You better hope, uh, mm-hmm. get one of your other shooters. Got it. So. I think that's like, I guess a luxury with like shooting with United, like it's USO, but there's like, you know, six, seven, people on the field shooting so if you miss it you're like oh someone else probably got it yeah um but i'm sure at that level there's not like seven or eight of you guys out there just no like, i mean we tend to shoot so. with like four four okay yeah. yeah and like that's also something that i like take into in consideration like on the angles <clears throat> that i'm having people do uh-huh is like are you setting up where they're shooting and everything like that mm-hmm. too oh yeah, my I build, gosh like, that's i build so the crazy. shot plans and everything like that yeah, that's wild um, i also do like i'm gonna i'm doing like most editing as well now uh-huh. um because we just hire freelancers for shooting basically they don't really do right. ed- edits which we right. can have them edit if we need mm-hmm. but um yeah like i like to put somebody on like above the f- the first level of fans like on a tripod like with a longer lens like a 200 600 yeah and that might not be like the most like dynamic angle because you're right. kind of looking down at the field mm-hmm. but it's it's a lot easier to shoot uh-huh. you know it's like it almost guarantees you're gonna get what you need it's a lot easier to focus it's kind of yeah. like and it's an angle that i think still looks really good uh-huh. so it's like okay this looks good this is going to be something we can color well it's going to be like but it's really difficult to miss mm-hmm. here the only time you'll miss is somebody literally stands in front of your camera yeah which can happen because <clears throat> like the right. fans can jump up but right um for the most part like it's difficult to miss like that's something i consciously think about it's like okay we obviously have our two angles on field mm-hmm. that are that look the best but if I miss, this person misses. It's just your safety, your backup, backup. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So our typical, sh- my typical shooting positions is high hat at top of the eighteen on the offensive end. Okay. High hat about ten yards above the eighteen on the defensive end, covering both offense and defense. So covering keeper, say uh, tackles, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, a tripod, tripod as close to the baseline as you can get above the 100 level on the fans so that first concourse level okay um on a 200 to 600 yeah and then somebody like 
behind the goal, like on the six yard line off to the side. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of like the four. That makes know? sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So but, that's crazy. I, mean, I didn't even think about that. Like, but that's so wild. Like you're so right. Like having a plan for where people are going to be is kind of yeah. important. Yeah. And it changes for every stadium now because uh-huh. U.S. soccer, they don't have like a home stadium. They just, it's a different stadium every game. Right. So are they using just like random stadiums, like football stadiums and mm-hmm. like stuff like that? Okay. Yeah. That football stadiums, soccer stadiums. So yeah. like they played at UConn Stadium in Connecticut versus Germany. Okay. They played at Nashville SD Stadium in Nashville, Geodes Park. So Crazy. and then we're playing at Austin SC Stadium, Q2. Um, that stadium is beautiful. Beautiful. so beautiful yeah, yeah. yeah. so um yeah they kind of play wherever they're going they play in a stadium and mm-hmm. like they work with like the club that hosts and stuff like that so yeah um it's different than, it's very different than like a club season like there's no season you mm-hmm. know it's just is when it is yeah so yeah. that's crazy yeah <laughs> um last time we chatted when the other when the podcast was like kind of barely <laughs> coming up you said uh the best way to describe like shooting like soccer also is like you're kind of like the athlete because you're there when yeah, they yeah, yeah. are training. Can you talk about that a little bit? So this is something that like I don't – some people don't get. Yeah, because um, I still don't get it all the way either. So that's but, why I'm like um, – Because <laughs> yeah. it's – you know how like when you're like training for something and it's like eventually you just get – it's muscle memory, yeah. right? And like mm-hmm. everyone's like, oh, how'd you do that? And like you don't think about it. Yeah, it's like, like oh, you just, I just do did. it. Yeah. Um, Shooting soccer and like shooting like sports for me in general, especially on a video end, mm-hmm. it is very like practice base. So sometimes like when I'm shooting training, like because I shoot on a hi hat for the game, which is a hi hat and a 100 400 all manual focus. It's a very different type of shooting than yeah. shooting training handheld on a 7200, right? Mm-hmm. With like autofocus and stuff. Right. Um, so yeah, if I don't if I don't like shoot that way very much, like I forget how to shoot like i don't forget mm-hmm. but like it takes me for the first five to ten minutes of the game to like to kind really of get, the, get back into it to get in like a flow right yeah. um to where like i'm panning smoothly to where i'm tracking smoothly to where like i have re-reminded my hand how far i need to move my the focus ring mm-hmm. and so impressive the like manual focus bro like, yeah because like I, i'm like it, so. clutching like this and yeah. i like this is on like the zoom ring uh-huh. and i pinch and then I, this is like my focus. So yeah. then I pinch. And so when I pinch, I just rotate my arm. I rotate yeah. my whole wrist. Uh-huh. And then while I do that, I use these two fingers to, to do the focus. Yeah. But if I haven't done that in a couple of weeks, right. I still know how to do it. Uh-huh. But it takes me like a couple minutes, a couple plays. To really like make sure you're To really everything. like get it together, right? Mm-hmm. And then like that changes if I'm doing a different frame rate. Like I was thinking I was in 60 frames a second to start one game. I was in 24. Mm-hmm. And there's way more motion blur. And like my way mind more, was yeah. like... Why am I struggling to track as much? Hmm. Because I wasn't seeing the ball as much when I was panning because there was more motion blur. Right. And it, like, took me, like, three to four minutes to, like, start tracking well because hmm. I had to, like, readjust for the amount of blur that I was getting. Yeah. And not being able to see as clean of a picture while panning. And hmm. then I was like, oh, I'm in 24 frames a second. Yeah. So then I switched it. And I was like, now I, this feels so easy, you know? <laughs> uh-huh. um, yeah. But, so, like, uh, I would be I would go to training sometimes and – even though, like, not necessary really to, like, throw a hi-hat and a 100 or 400 on at training when I can be this close to the players right. and I can be wherever I need to be at, tra- mm-hmm. at training, um, I would post up, like, a little bit farther away. Yeah. So you're practicing for game day. On the day. one to four, on yeah. a hi-hat. Yeah, Makes and, sense. And then I would I do that. Like, I like to do that with um, whenever they do, like, crossing and finishing drills. Mm-hmm. I like to do that because, like, that's one of the harder things to, like, f- to pull focus on, I find. Yeah. It's, like, if you have somebody on the far end of the field – or the near end of the field, and you're mm-hmm. focused on them, and then they're crossing it to the middle. Yeah. So you're, like, either tight because you're tight to the person across the field, and then you're trying to get wider and pull focus 50 feet towards time. you. Yeah, or you're really, really wide because the uh-huh. person's right on you. Um, and then you're trying to push in to the center of the box as well as pushing your focus. Yeah. So I, I, I like to, if I see crossing and finishing, if I see it on, like, the training sheet, we get sent, like, sheets to tell us what they're doing at training beforehand, which is mm-hmm. nice. Um, I will then bring the hi-hat right i'll bring a hi-hat i'll bring a 100 400 and i will like just shoot that that gives me a little bit of good practice yeah so, yeah nice i remember when i started at unm they had me shooting like a dance class because uh, they were doing like a promotional video for like the whatever school i don't I remember exactly what it was but i was trying to i was like shooting manuals on an fx3 and i was shooting like on a roken i think it was like an 85 or something and like obviously there's no autofocus so i'm sitting there trying to get it it was like my probably like my second or third time like shooting video with like a like a cinema lens you know yeah and I was like missing everything, so <laughs> it's like being able to actually practice that is is so important. Yeah, you'll yeah. miss it all the time. So yeah, and then every lens is different. Mm-hmm. Like I don't shoot manual focus on a seventy two hundred that often. Yeah, just because like the focus throw on the Sony seventy two hundred is like really 
it's like really narrow. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's like a tiny little movement and you're like past all the way. Yeah. Yeah. You're like past your subject and you come back a tiny bit and you're like past it again this way. Uh-huh. So like, oh. I tend to, how I shoot on that lens is I tend to, I have a toggle mm-hmm. button that I cut, I mapped. So yeah. it toggles autofocus and manual focus on. So it's like on my pointer finger. So I'll like shoot with an autofocus and then I'll toggle when I need to. So if like I'm moving behind things, if I'm like, if like the player's about to run behind That's a group so of players. That's so clutch actually. So that way it doesn't yeah. like do the weird. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So like what I do is like, I'll be like tracking somebody and I like, and I can see my peripherals and I can see on the edge of the frame right. that people are about to come in frame. Then I toggle, keep going, keep That's going. That's so And then smart, as I go, dude. I like, I'll micro adjust. And then yeah. as soon as they're clear again, I unrelease the toggle. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's so. smart. I don't never thought of that. That's genius. Yeah. Absolutely that was something genius. I, um, yeah, I did for photo. So okay. See, that's what, like that's an aspect of like, mm. um, like that I I did for focusing in photo with crowds. Yeah. I had like a, a focus lock toggle on my thumb, so that if somebody was running through a crowd or running near me, and like there are fans in the foreground, I had that that lock. Yeah. Right. And so that's crazy. That like faded into my video shooting style. Mm-hmm. So that's sick. Yeah. This is a dumb question, but it's kind of funny because I was thinking about it earlier. So it seems like you know like a lot about soccer, obviously, because you shoot it so much. And now yeah. you're like, you know, uh, for the national team, you just said you have to know a lot about soccer to do it. Do you think you could uh, coach like a like a youth team? I could coach a youth team. Yeah, yeah easy? Yeah? Yeah. yeah I, okay. It's That's, funny. I just was like, no, I feel like this might apply. <laughs> um, I could coach a youth team. I don't know if I could coach like anything higher than like a high school level team to be honest yeah fair enough I've i was sat. gonna say i feel like unless you're like really playing a lot like it'd be hard to kind of yeah go to the next because level but up until basically after high school like majority uh-huh. of it is just like positioning mm-hmm. right it's like teaching players like where to be how to use their feet you know like the technique and like where to be on the field and what that position means and how to play it yeah um there's not really as much room for like creativity. There's not as much room for like advanced tactics, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like understand these advanced tactics to a point. Um, as much as like somebody who has never done the sport, played the sport or coached the sport at a really high level, right? But there's been plenty of times where I've like sat in a meeting, like a like a team meeting, and they're talking tactics, and I'm just like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, I think I do. Uh-huh. I understand the basis of what you're saying, mm. but I lost you halfway through. Yeah, like. I know where you started, don't know where you ended. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, fair enough. And it's cool. It's cool to like, even outside of like a video perspective, to just like see that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like sitting in the locker room, hearing how players are communicating about what they see on the field and right. what the coaching staff is seeing on the field. Yeah. It's like, That's as, crazy. As, it's as like a an fan. insider. Yeah, I was going to say, as a, like it's yeah, just, just as, an as a fan, look. it's really cool. Yeah. Like, And this was something that was like in USL and MLS and the national team that like mm-hmm. I get to like really experience it. Cause like I'm a fan of these guys. Like at the end of the day, like I love the sport. I want mm-hmm. them to succeed just as much as yeah. anything, you know, yeah. one, like it makes my job easier if they succeed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but two, just like as a fan, like I want it for them, mm-hmm. you know, especially once you start to get to know the guys and you get right. to like understand I'm who sure. they are. Right. Yeah. I'm sure like, that's a whole nother connection. Cause there's a, the amount of like discipline that it takes to play soccer at that level is insane. So I'm sure yeah. there's just like some, something that you just get. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of times in Austin where I would be like on the sideline shooting and I would realize there's like a broadcast microphone next to me and something would happen and I'd be like, and I'd like want to curse or like yell or something <laughs> like that. But there's like a microphone right there that like goes to the, for the broadcast. And I was like, that's great. I'm like, don't Imagine. yell. That'd be so <laughs> funny actually. Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Like, cause I remember this happened pretty recently. I was filming an Austin game uh-huh. and, um, the ball very clearly went in the goal. Oh, is it the one where the the his hand is like past the goal yep. and he like yep. pushes it out? Oh, yeah. yeah, and I had a shot of it and I saw it very clearly and uh-huh. they didn't give it. And we ended up losing that game two one. So dumb. And that yeah. would have put us up. That that goal would have given us the lead. It uh-huh. would have changed the momentum completely. Right. And we ended up losing that game instead. And that game ended up kind of inevitably like leading to Austin not making the playoffs this year because it really like killed all the momentum, took a lot out of the team. Yeah. And I like everybody's screaming and I was like. I can't, you know, like, yes, I'm, I'm mad. Like I right. was pissed. Uh-huh. Like that's one thing that a lot of people don't get is like, if I come off the field, like I'm just as mad <laughs> as like the players are sometimes. That's something that surprised me when I started shooting the United games. Cause Josh Lane was always, he's very passionate. Like he loves yeah. soccer. Mm-hmm. And so like last season I was just like editing for him. So I'd like get his cars and come back. And so sometimes I'd sit next to him and I just hear him like talking. He's like, he's like super passionate, but he's like hella yeah. mad sometimes or he's super yeah. excited. And it's so crazy. I didn't realize how emotional like the just people were uh, yeah. in soccer or something like I hadn't really seen before. So yeah, man. Like last night, last night is crazy. Thing is last night. Last night, like <laughs> the U.S. Ghana game, like uh-huh. um, they like scored to go up three zero, and I was just like smiling. Yeah, you know, I was just, like, uh-huh. I was like, because like the first game we played Germany, we lost. Um, and so this was like this is my first win with mm-hmm. the team. 
and like I was film I was filming the guys that were going running and celebrating. I was filming yeah. Gio and Christian uh-huh. and like all these guys just like smiling and hugging and Gio scored a second goal. Yeah. And Christian just like came over there and just like pushed him and Gio had like the biggest smile I'd seen on his face. <laughs> and like the amount of time that <laughs> I'd like so cool. seen I'd been around him, like that week and a half long period that I've been with the team, like uh-huh. hadn't seen him smile like that yeah. yet. And he just had like this massive smile on his face and like mm-hmm. his boys were just hugging him and I was like and I was just smiling while yeah. I'm filming it. And I was like That's awesome. it's cool. Uh-huh. But then like if we go lose like and somebody's like, let's go out and get a drink. I'm like, no, <laughs> like I'm pissed off. <laughs> I, I want to do I nothing. <laughs> I don't want to go out. I'm uh-huh. like, I'm mad. I want to go home. Yeah. So that's crazy. But I mean, that's why we do it. Right. That's why like, I'm okay with like the long hours and like mm-hmm. the working 12 days straight type of thing and yeah. being home very often. What is that like? Like, going, I mean, you know, you've only done it once now, but 12 yeah. days straight, like, is it annoying, tiring, like fun, exciting, like, I'm all, probably yeah, sure everything, it, everything. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean like, is, is there a part of you that wishes like it wasn't so much or do you just enjoy No, it? I liked it. Yeah, you like, like it, yeah. I mean, I I kind of operate in like that that world really well. Yeah. Um and like the thing is like what people don't get from from me at least is everybody's like you have no free time, you don't have time to yourself. Like I was like, do you know what I would be doing in my free time? <laughs> like, you know what I like to do, right? Uh-huh. What I like to do is shoot sports. Yeah. And do photos, do video. Yeah. So That's what I'd be doing anyway. If so grind, if I wasn't doing this, I would be doing at. this somewhere else. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, if you guys weren't yeah, yeah. paying me to do this, I would be trying to let you to get me to do this for free. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That's that grinder mentality, bro. Yeah. Absolute I legend. I'm at the point in my life right now where I, I everything I do for work, like, even, like, the little things that, like, maybe aren't as much fun, like, uh-huh. I really enjoy. So, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to log footage, right? But I'm sitting here watching videos of guys playing a game i love listening to music i like while i just like organize and tag footage right like, is that not glorious? Too bad. no it's yeah. gonna take me a week to do it probably uh-huh. but it's a little vibe though basically i'm just listening to music all day yeah and like typing a little bit uh-huh that's crazy whatever right yeah. um or like if i'm go to training and i'm like i don't really need to film anything today i, just, I get to sit and watch some of the best players in the world play soccer uh-huh that's cool yeah you know i think there's something special about like when you're shooting it like you're you're seeing it like from a perspective of like, oh, I'm trying to get the best shot. But I feel like you're also seeing the things that no one else is seeing because you're getting like, even when you watch it back a million times, right? Yeah. Like you're just seeing all the little things that people do that just like bring like life to like what's happening, I guess, yeah. which I think is special. I know like even when I shoot weddings, like sometimes like, yeah. like, oh, someone probably didn't catch this like look in their eye, but like you can just see like the, you know, joy yeah. or whatever it is in it. So I think that's yeah. another one of, super special One of my thing. favorite things to shoot is players like immediately after an intense drill ends. Okay. Is it like, the relief in their face or? The relief, the exhaustion, uh-huh. you know, the sweat. Like, yeah. sometimes you guys are just like sitting here on the ground, like not moving, but like you get like a tight shot of their face and they're like drenched in sweat. And, oh, that's so cool. And um, yeah. they just look exhausted. Uh-huh. And then you like see them go do it again. And, you know, it's like. It's crazy, man. Yeah. That's yeah. so crazy. So like, those are some of like my favorite things to shoot. Like they're spraying water in their face or just. Mm-hmm. just getting I love a, the shots for that. I love Yeah. That, or man. just getting a drink of water, you know, or like. Mm-hmm. Right after a drill ends, like, so, like a lot of times the guys will come together and like they'll get with a guy and they'll like talk about something they did. Yeah, you know, like those interactions, those things like that. So, mm-hmm. those like those smaller moments. Yeah, that like tell like a bigger story. You know? Something Eric told me, Eric Lovato, who shoots for United now, he uh, he was like the. Like my, my favorite shots are not the ones of like of the game. And when I first started shooting, I was like, oh, it's always going to be the sick shot of like the kick or the celly, whatever. Yeah. But there's something really special about those shots that come before the game when there's like in the practicing or like in the uh, like uh, anxiety or whatever, like before the game starts, you yeah. know, I just, just, it's just so much like, yeah, I love those photos. Yeah. So like crazy. I love being, I love being in the locker room, you mm-hmm. know, I want to do shooting locker room. is so sick. Yeah. It's cool, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like seeing it's like, there's like, you get to see like, the mindset right where these guys are in and um it's different for every team yeah it's different for every like locker room different for every guy what they need to mm-hmm. get in the get in the zone some guys need music yeah they want it loud and out for the locker room and some guys got their headphones on um some guys might just be like zoned out some guys are smiling and laughing you know some uh-huh. it's just like it's it's really interesting you know like i just remember like Eunice musa like the midfielder um Every time I like point my camera at him, he just like smiled at me, Aww, and he's cool. like, he's like, ah, I, just can't, I can't be serious when I'm on camera. Yeah, and he was just smiling, and I was uh-huh. like, and he's just like the nicest guy. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, like he's he's very int- like intense and like plays incredibly hard, but like he's always just smiling at everybody. Like mm-hmm. anybody who's met him, like 
even before I met him, everybody's like, oh, Eunice is like the nicest guy. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. That's cool. In my first training session, he just comes up to me and he's like, hey, I'm Eunice. I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. Like, tell me about yourself a little bit. And I was yeah. like, brother, you play for AC Milan. Like, <laughs> you play for one of the biggest teams in the world. Uh huh. Like, you don't even know about me. Yeah. You know? That's so but crazy. But he was interested. Yeah. And asked. And mm-hmm. so. That's wild. Yeah. That's super crazy. So it's, it's cool. I think, like, at the end of the day, like, shooting sports is is really cool Mm -hmm. but like connecting with like athletes and like telling the story of like who they are as individuals and like doing that through the sport Uh is like why i like it yeah because i don't want you to be like oh the u.s is a good team and they won this game i want you to be like oh the u.s is a good team and this guy scored a goal and that's why i should give a shit Mm-hmm. You know, like that's mm-hmm. why this goal means a lot to this guy. Yeah. That's why this result is important. That's what this means. Like getting the emotion goal. and then like the satisfaction of like achieving yeah. the goal or whatever. Yeah. 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 Like mm-hmm. you never know like what someone's going through or like nobody right. knows these guys. Like yeah. it's just celebrities in general. Right. People... They just see them on the screen or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's yeah, crazy. Most they people have their don't... own lives, bro. Yeah. Most people don't get to have conversations with them. Um, they just like look at them as like these figures that do something for entertainment. Right. Which at like the very core level they are. Uh-huh. But like. It's like I want people to like care about the team mm-hmm. and results, but also care about the individuals and yeah. be like, yes, I want to succeed, but I want to succeed with these guys. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just succeed. I, I don't want to like succeed at any cost. I like I want to succeed with the guys that I yeah. know, the guys that we are invested in. And you, in my opinion, you like build up that perspective. You build up that storytelling ability and you put that out there in the world. That's what's going to grow the sport. Uh-huh. You know, you can make some little kid see himself in an, a player on the field and right. see like, hey, this guy's from Texas. Mm-hmm. He grew up like this. His family didn't have money. Right. He played at this kind of same level I did where I'm at now. Uh-huh. And now he's playing in Italy, right? Now he's yeah. playing a World Cup. So if you can like bring that full circle picture back around, that's how you grow the game. Mm-hmm. And that's what I inevitably want. I want soccer to be one of the biggest sports in this country. Yeah. It is already the biggest sport in the world. Yeah, it's the biggest one in the, yeah, for sure, in the world. Yeah. yeah I mm-hmm. want it to be like 1A and 1B with football. I don't know if it uh-huh. ever would take football. Yeah, football's I love football, crazy here. <laughs> but, um, like, they uh-huh. could, they should be, like, right there, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's it's fun. Like, that's the, just the biggest part. It's fun to just, like, one, connect with these these guys. And it's not, and it's not even just the players either, man. Like, just the staff, too. Uh-huh. Like, sitting with, like an assistant coach who like was an, like a coach on for the Italian team at one point or something like that. Right. Like, and just like talking about like his life and his route and like his experiences and all that. Yeah. Stuff. yeah I, I love like getting people's experience, like just talking yeah. with them about like the way their life has gone. It's just like, I, don't, I love that. Yeah. yeah. I met one of the guys, one of the staff members like grew up in Thailand. Uh-huh. Like that's I was wild. like, that's wild. Like, what He's is like, that yeah, like? Yeah. Like, yeah I lived like, there eight to 18. Such a like, fun, high yeah. school in Thailand is pretty crazy. And I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, that's such a crazy life experience that I've never had. Yeah. Like I want to know more. Yeah. You that's know? kind of why I started doing this. Cause I love like hearing about like just people's lives and stuff like that. It's just so yeah. crazy to, like tap into that when you never you'd never like live it. So the only way you can kind of experience it is by listening yeah. to what someone has to say. So yeah, yeah. It's so been a while. I, yeah, yeah. I just like meeting people and uh-huh. like meeting people through sports. Nice. Because yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Man. Nice. So I'd say as a final note, like you started shooting when you were like twenty one, twenty two. Is that right? Twenty two. Twenty two. Yeah. yeah. So, and now you're like 20, 27. 27. Okay. Yeah. So it's only been like, like, wait, like five years, five years, five and yeah. a half years. That's so crazy. Yeah. Like, this is going to sound kind of corny and like stupid, but like, what would you tell like someone who's like, you know, maybe like just like starting and they can't like get any like movement or they're just like, you know, they've been shooting for however long and they're like, just haven't hit anything. Like, what would you, it seems like the biggest thing that helped you was just take the risks to kind of get you there, shoot for free yeah, and, you know, just be persistent. So yeah, I mean, I mean, at the at the core of like myself, everything that I I tend to just go after whatever I think is gonna make me like the happiest, mm-hmm. whatever I'm enjoying. Yeah, you know, whatever I'm a, I'm attracted to at that moment, whatever I'm like drawn to at that moment, I like tend to go after. Mm-hmm. And that's from like a, a travel perspective. That's from like a, getting my tat, getting a tattoo. You know, like I tattooed my knee because I yeah. was really into knee tattoos. <laughs> Still am, obviously, but uh-huh. um, that's funny. Yeah, like so, I wanted to shoot landscapes at one point. Uh-huh. I like. I dove into it, right? I, yeah. like, I was like, I'm just going to go after what's made me just happy. And full send. Yeah, and landscapes <laughs> made me really happy for a while, and I found yeah. some success there. And I just kind of took you to the next like step. Yeah, yeah. and then I, I really wanted to do concerts for a long time, so I thought I was going to be like this concert photographer for the longest time. Yeah. And then like, some of the, like, the enjoyment faded for, for different reasons, and mm-hmm. still enjoy it, but like, in, in smaller amounts, right? Yeah. Um, 
but all of those different things that like I went after, like whether it be like concerts, landscapes, photo, video, anything like that, like mm-hmm. I learned a lot from it. I learned more like what I truly really like. And then I just continue to try to just meet people throughout that process. Mm-hmm. So I think everything that I have has more to do with me knowing people. Yeah. And then my skill set. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like, do I think I am the singular best videographer in soccer in the country? Not at all. Not even freaking close. My boss is better than me. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I would enough. say that one hundred percent. Like fair enough. Um, yeah, she's she's better than me, and there's a reason I like working for her because uh-huh. as I hear her do something, I'm like, that's sick. Teach me. Yeah, you know, and that's always been my mindset. Like I see something that's really cool, and I'm like, I want to I want to know. Uh-huh. Like, tell me tell me how to do that. Like I literally DM the like the head of video for the Cowboys the other day. Yeah, because I love the way colors. Uh-huh. And I was like. Let's jump on a call. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. That's so sick, dude. So, oh, my gosh. That's um, so dope, bro. That's so dope. So, like, hopefully I can learn that. But, like, yeah, yeah I mean, like, all I would tell somebody is, like, follow what you think is making you happiest. Don't overthink it because uh-huh. it's always going to change. Yeah. Just follow what you think is going to make you the happiest. Carry a good group of people along the way. Be open to meeting new people. Mm-hmm. And don't, yeah, just don't overthink anything because I, I, I could overthink things pretty easily. Yeah, fair and enough. And had I overthought going to Austin. Yeah. I wouldn't be in Chicago. I wouldn't right. be with the national team, right? Full send. So. Yeah. At the, yeah, I mean, like, at the, that's the core. That's just my philosophy is, like, try new shit, make yourself happy, mm-hmm. have some good people in your life. Nice. So. Solid three points. And you, you do all that stuff and you're open and you're willing. Like. It's going to come. Everything else comes, you know? Because yeah. mm-hmm. you surround yourself with good people who are talented. They're going to want to teach you. Yeah. You surround yourself with good opportunity they're going to want to offer you one, you uh-huh. know, you put yourself in a good position. You're going to eventually find the right fit. Right. And if you don't find the right fit, you move on to the next one. Yeah. Right? Like when I first went to Austin, I was like, I'm going to be here for four years uh-huh. at least. Yeah. I was and there 13 nowhere, months. Bro. And then... homie sends you a link to it. That's so crazy, man. It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Nice. But yeah, yeah. now I, um, Perfect. heading back, to, I'm moving to Chicago and we're going to, to Austin and then we're going to play Trinidad and Tobago. And then um, we have some games throughout the next year. And we've got, ideally, so we, wild. ideally we qualify. we got Copa America next next summer. Nice. So, Insane. Yeah. yeah. And then World Cup in 2026. Crazy. 2026, bro. He's coming for it. <laughs> well, it's been great talking with you. It's yeah, super man. crazy, bro. Congrats again. I'm at, <laughs> Thank you, yeah, man. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, um, this is the homie Ian Beckley. You guys better have learned something, bro, or else you suck. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. Sheesh.